Hey guys, it's Gabriel Brown here again with another installation to my podcast on how credit made my imaginations come true. Today I want to talk about something that's really serious when it comes to launching a new business. And um, sometimes we fumble through this process and it has to do with bookkeeping or hiring a bookkeeper and hiring a CPA, a certified public accountant. Now, many of us think, well, you know, you have to make a lot of money before you want to hire an accountant, a CPA, to review your books or to file your taxes for you. Uh, Many of us think, okay, we can do our bookkeeping ourselves. I mean, there's some softwares online. Uh, QuickBooks will allow you to upload all of your receipts into a uh, really easy application. And you think, okay, I got it covered. And then I'll try and figure it out with a 1040EZ form for my personal and a 1040A, depending on whatever uh, entity structure you created. And you fumble through it for the first few years trying to save money. Well, I want to tell you, it's probably one of the best investments you can make is to at least consult with the certified public accounting firm or accountant that you want to eventually hire and pay them on a, you know, by consultation um, strategy so that way you can get great advice without having to retain them now in our last uh, podcast we talked about you know a corporate attorney will be good too and I really do think you know consulting with a corporate attorney if you can't retain one will work just as well as consulting with a CPA but now when it comes to the uh, bookkeeping something that you want to be you know, kind of as you go along in your your you know tenure in your business, as time passes, you want to make sure you segment your assignments and access. Uh, if you're going to be using QuickBooks, online QuickBooks or desktop QuickBooks, you want to make sure you segment year by year uh, from uh, bookkeepers when you're hiring them to do. Uh, work for you. For instance, if you're going to hire a bookkeeper for uh, 2021 and you're in the first quarter, right? So March, you drop off all of your receipts, all of your uh, bank statements and everything that you have to uh, the bookkeeper to complete the first quarter for you, the first quarter of your books to do your profit and loss and um, your balance sheet. Well, many times we make a mistake and we give full access um, to these independent contractors. And let's say you've been in business for a year and now you're in the first quarter of your second year. Well, in many cases, if your accountant already filed your taxes for the previous year, there's some minor data that a bookkeeper will need to go forward with the first quarter of the following year, but they don't need access to the entire QuickBooks account for all the data that was input for the previous year. And what I found that happens is after having four or five bookkeepers in 15 years and uh, one accountant for 11 years and one accountant for four years, what I notice is the bookkeepers and the accountants sometimes they don't jive. They kind of don't agree with each other's tactics and they kind of uh, speak against each other in a very politically 
correct way, but in a way they're jostling for your your authority and your headspace on what you should do based on what the bookkeeper thinks versus what you should do based on the accountant's thoughts. I believe you should always follow what the accountant thinks, okay? But it's a weird space to be in when you have your bookkeeper telling you, oh, don't do what the accountant said, do this. And then you wonder, well, should I tell the accountant that? And is there going to be any bad blood? I mean, how do you balance that out? Well, I recommend always tell your accountant everything that um, the bookkeepers tell you. So that way you can also educate yourself on the best practices uh, and get it from the person that is going to be signing your tax returns, which is your accountant. So if that person is signing your tax return, your CPA, then of course you want to be... you know, clear, very clear with them on everything you're hearing or feeling or concerns that you may have about your books or anything that your bookkeeper is telling you to. And I also think it's a great idea to get the accountant to pick the bookkeeper. Hopefully the accountant has a bookkeeper in their office um, where, you know, they can assign to you so everybody can be on the same page. But sometimes you'll have a bookkeeper before you have an accountant and you bring your bookkeeper to your accountant relationship with you and you kind of hope that they, you know, uh, work well together. Well, uh, getting back to the point that I was making about the access to uh, your QuickBooks or all your uh, data, I recommend you segment off the work. So if you have a year under your belt and you're going into the first quarter of the second year, you know, seal off uh, the year, the prior year, okay, from the bookkeeper and then give the bookkeeper contact information with your accountant. So if they need any specific details, like, you know, what was your revenue or your, uh, your net, you know, income for the previous year, you know, things that they need to carry over to the balance sheet for the quarter of the new year, you know, you want to get that information communicated to them by the accountant. And that way you don't misinterpret some things and you don't want them reviewing, you know, your previous year, just because they have access to it and charging you hourly for something that was already, uh, you know, uh, filed. And more than likely, your accountant's not going to go back through and do an amendment or an adjustment uh, to your tax returns. So uh, one key point, and I want to stress it because I kind of mixed it in with a lot of things because this I'm really passionate about this. Uh, The key point is make sure you segment out the work that you're giving to the bookkeeper. And make sure you keep your bookkeeper in touch with your accountant. And even if you haven't brought the accountant on full time, at least uh, pay the accountant to consult with your bookkeeper. So you're still getting, um, you know, good advice and the bookkeeper is hearing from an accountant what they should do and what your intent is as far as your business. I mean, because there's so many different strategies uh, that we can use. Uh, depending on the business entity uh, that you want the person that's signing your tax return to feel very comfortable with how your bookkeeping is being done because, of course, their signature is on the line, okay? Now, uh, when it comes to a bookkeeper uh, and an accountant's relationship, again, it's probably better to hire a bookkeeper that works in the accountant's office. But again, many times you don't get an accountant before you get a bookkeeper, So if you really like your bookkeeper, hopefully you can introduce your bookkeeper to your accountant. And I do that where you meet the bookkeeper at the accountant's office and say, hey, 
I want you guys to meet and you sit and you see how well, uh, you know, they, you know, relate to each other. And that'll give you a cue on if they're going to be able to work well together. Okay. But you also want them to be able to have direct contact with each other for questions that you can't answer and try not to uh, pontificate on answers that a bookkeeper may ask you. Always tell the bookkeeper to just reach out to the accountant and ask him or her, or let me contact the accountant and get an answer for you. And most importantly, if you do respond by email to your bookkeeper about questions about your books, always CC your accountant, your CPA. So every thread that you send to your bookkeeper, always CC the CPA, because what happens is now you have uh, a open line of communication between the two of them, and it works pretty well when they can see uh, what your thoughts are. If you ask the bookkeeper something, the accountant see what you're asking. If you are asking your accountant something directly, I don't recommend you um, CC the bookkeeper. That one you can kind of keep off and segment it. But anything that you're communicating to the bookkeeper, you want to CC the accountant on those um, on those threads or anything, any conversation that you have with your bookkeeper and, um, you know, it's about your books and something specific. You want to document that in an email thread and a follow up. This will follow our conversation today where we discussed um, this about the books, that about uh, the quarterly return and uh, that way you document the conversation so there's no confusion. And then you also CC uh, the accountant on that um, that thread on your email. Uh, so the bookkeeper and the accountant and everyone's on the same page. OK, I hope you got some value from this because, I, you know, I tell you, you can run across um, some real challenges when it comes to um, being on the same page between bookkeepers and accountants. And if you don't know um, answers you know, get with a, uh, an accountant that you can just retain by the hour to get the answers and get your education. And then uh, hopefully in the meantime, you can work with a bookkeeper in that accountant's office until you can retain uh, the CPA to actually sign off on your tax returns. And that way you'll really be able to streamline yourself from having problems uh, with regards to, um, you know, a bookkeeper and an accountant that don't think alike. All right. So this is my podcast for today. Uh, again, go forth and be prosperous more so than you were last year, this year. And I look forward to speaking with you on the next podcast.